Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast today. On this Monday, April the 19th, uh, you may notice I have a bit of morning uh, voice, so um, this is the first thing I've really done today, so I hope you can uh, put up with that today. We're going to continue through John's uh, sixth chapter uh, in his gospel today, and I'll give a little background um, after I read it. Uh, because we missed a little bit, uh, and it's alluded to, of course, in today's gospel, but we missed a little bit on Saturday's gospel. So let's dive in. John chapter 6, verses 22 to 29, okay? Let's break open God's word together here. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. After Jesus had fed the 5,000 men, his disciples saw him walking on the sea. The next day, the crowd that remained across the sea saw that there had been only one boat there and that Jesus had not gone along with his disciples in the boat, but only his disciples had left. Other boats came from Tiberias, near the place where they had eaten the bread when the Lord gave thanks. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, They themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So let's give a little bit of background. Again, um, we read John 6, 1 to 15 on Friday. For those who weren't with us, that is the feeding of the 5,000. And uh, at the end of the feeding of the 5,000, remember, it was... Passover was near, right? Remember, this is I'm going to come back to that all the time, whether you want me to or not. Uh, perhaps ad nauseum. Passover was near. So the gospel writer of John's gospel here is uh, not equating, but um, uh, deliberately placing these events near the Passover to point to the Eucharist. All right, because the Eucharist in Matthew, Mark, and Luke takes place on the night of the Passover, and in John's Gospel, Jesus is the Passover Lamb. So that's what we're what we're uh, the illusion is is pointing in that direction, toward the Eucharist, and uh, and he feeds the five thousand with the bread, right, with the five loaves, and uh, and the two fish, uh, with with what little we have, with our inadequacies, which is what we talked about on Friday, uh, God can take those. In fact, he, he, that's exactly what he desires. And he can make them, uh, he can make his work come from them. In fact, that's, that's the, exactly what he wants. So we don't rely on ourselves. And, uh, and of course, he, he fed this, this great crowd with that. 
and uh, there were the 12 baskets left over, which is significant as well. And then the people wanted to go and make him king. So Jesus goes off on his own and secludes himself uh, in prayer, but also because he doesn't want to be taken and, and made king. That's where we left off on Friday. Well, on Saturday, the disciples get in their boat, head across the sea. This is the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. Uh, and they head to Capernaum. Capernaum is actually, think of Lake Winnebago, for those who are in this area in Wisconsin, uh, a very long lake that goes north to south, but, but not super wide. Um, very similar to the Sea of Galilee. And Capernaum would be Appleton, or excuse me, it would be Fond du Lac. Appleton's at the north. Uh, Fond du Lac's at the south. Capernaum's at the south of that. So they went across the sea, down to the south, down to Capernaum, or Fond du Lac. And, uh, and Jesus came to them during the night, walking on the water. And, uh, okay, that's where we pick up here, which is why the crowd the next day, so they all slept there. Remember, they're, they're excited about what they're seeing in Jesus. And they know that there was only one boat, and they saw the disciples leave, and Jesus wasn't with them. So they know Jesus is around where this miracle happened. And they look for him, they don't find him. So finally, they get in their boats, they go to Capernaum, and they see Jesus there. And that's when they say, Rabbi, when did you get here? And, uh, and Jesus uh, begins this dialogue with them. Now, a couple of things before that, that, again, I think are important that we say this. Um, other boats, okay, so uh, they saw that there had only been one boat there and that Jesus had not gone along with his disciples in the boat, but only his disciples had left. So we alluded to that. Other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they had eaten the bread when the Lord gave thanks. So again, my friends, remember, the illusion we're pointing toward, not illusion, a illusion, uh, that we're pointing toward Eucharist uh, in the beginning of chapter 6 when it, it places it near the Feast of Passover. Um, again, that sacrificial meal. That's what, uh, that's what Passover is. And that's what Eucharist is. And then we get the second illusion, A-L-L-U-S-I-O-N, illusion, here, uh, where... It says, near the place where they had eaten the bread when the Lord gave thanks. Not when he fed 5,000. Uh, not when he took the five loaves and the two breads, or two fish. Near the place where the Lord, when the Lord gave thanks. What does the word Eucharist mean? It means Thanksgiving, right? Because that's the beginning of the barakah, the beginning of the blessing at, at Passover is you take the bread and you give thanks. Then you break it. And you distribute it, right? We talked about that, Eucharist. The bread is taken, it is blessed, it is broken, it is distributed, which is what happens at every Mass, which happens when we gather and, and the breaking of the bread. That's when Jesus is known. Um, and, uh, and so we see that allusion here uh, when they call it, when the Lord gave thanks. That's that meal, that Thanksgiving meal. Uh, that So, they, again, the writer of John is, is pointing in that direction. The other thing is that wonderful question. And, and it really, uh, I've, I've talked about it before, and I won't talk about it a lot here today. But that idea when they say, Rabbi, when did you get here? You know, that's really, of course, they're asking, how did you get here? You know, we only saw one boat. You didn't leave there. This is weird. We want to know the answer to this puzzle. But the other question is, how did you, 
how did you get here before us? You, you, you were there, um, and we didn't know you'd be there. But all of a sudden, you show up. You show up right when we need you, right when we're looking for you. And I love that um, idea, my friends, because uh, it's it's the and and I've talked about it before. You know, it's when Jesus says, tell my disciples to go to Galilee and I'll go there before them. I'll meet them there. That God knows what you and I need tomorrow and he'll meet us there. Even if we don't know how he got there, even if we don't know, uh, you know, exactly when he's going to show up or how he's going to show up. And we can look and say those same words, Jesus, when did you get here? Rabbi, when did, when did you get here? How did you know to be here? I don't know what my needs are going to be tomorrow, and I don't know what yours are going to be. Or I don't know what they're going to be next week or next year. But I know he goes ahead of us uh, before that, and he's already there. He's already there. And so if today you're, you're worried about what's going to happen later on today, or what's going to happen, you know, at the end of this week, maybe you have something stressful coming up. We all do sometimes. Jesus is there brothers and sisters. And, and it's okay for us to be surprised uh, when we get there and he's there already. But let's be surprised in a way that it's like, it's out of compassion. It's out of love. It's out of the fact that he knows you. And not only does he know you, he cares that much about you and I to be there ahead of time. Last thing I'll say, and this is really what I want to focus on today, which is where he goes right after that. Not where he goes, but where he talks, what he talks about. Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that gives eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. Again, another allusion toward Eucharist, right? Well, the Son of Man will give it to you. Uh, it's, it's bread that Jesus will give. What does he give? He gives his very self to us. Um, and he gives his, his very self to us in the Eucharist. But, but um, this whole interchange where he says, listen, you're looking for me because I filled you up yesterday. I, I, I fed you. I gave you bread and I gave you fish and that sufficed for the day. But now today, you're hungry again and you need more bread and fish and, and, and you want more of that. And that'll fill you for today, but then tomorrow you'll come looking for me again because you want more bread and fish. And we're, getting to, we're going to get into this cycle that, that merely I'm feeding bread that doesn't satisfy. Do not work for food that perishes. As a master lyricist and songwriter uh, once wrote recently, we spend our money on what's not bread our wages on what fails to satisfy. Um, I mean, that's it, right? That, that what we do as humans is we look for life in things that can't sustain that and are not meant to say, sustain that. Listen, that moment where Jesus fed them and uh, it was a wonderful moment. I mean, in a sense, it's a mountaintop experience. But 
It wasn't meant to sustain and, and keep them there. Um, there's only one thing that sustains us, and that is God's very life within us. Not the life we get from a really good meal. And how, which one of us doesn't love to go out and get a really good meal? You know? I, I mean, I, I, Renee and I uh, went out and celebrated our anniversary back in December with the twins, and it was a wonderful meal and a wonderful gathering. I think back to two years ago, it might have been my favorite meal in the last handful of years when we were out in Seattle and, uh, and on vacation and the kids were there and, uh, and, and where we were and, and what we ate and what it signified. And it was fantastic. And that memory still lingers on, but yet it doesn't, it's, it's not the end. It's, it's not, there's still that, to use a word Father Ron Rollheiser often uses, that restlessness within us. You know, there may be things we're looking forward to that are coming up, and that is a good thing. We, we may, you know, have a vacation coming up that we have worked for and need because, my goodness, we're, we're just tired and, and we need that. We may have, like I said, something coming up at the end. We have a date night coming up with our spouse or, or a good friend of ours or, or, or our lover or whatever that is, and, and we're, we're like, I can't wait to do that. Or we have boy, a movie that I've been looking forward to seeing or, or a ball game or, or a, an encounter with someone that I haven't caught up with in a long time. All these are great things, brothers and sisters. And God comes to us in the midst of all of them. But in the words um, of, uh, on that Easter Sunday morning of the angels, when the, the women looked in the tomb, why do you look for the living among the dead? That can't sustain us because it's not meant to sustain us. Those are good things, and it doesn't mean we don't look for them, but there is only one that we can find that gives us food that does not perish. Amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. And you ate them, they, it, it was wonderful, uh, but then you're going to come back and that emptiness is going to be there again. And then you're going to want to take another vacation and hope that fills. Or you're going to need another fix of this. Or you're going to need another date there. Or you're going to need another person to meet over here. Another movie over here. Another ball game over here. Those are all good things. They're all, they walk with us on the journey and they're what makes life worth living and it's so good. But do not work for food that perishes but for the food that endures for eternal life which only the Son of Man can give you. As, as Jesus said in the desert, right? During the temptations. Um, man does not live by bread alone but by every word that, that comes forth from the mouth of God. Brothers and sisters, life is meant to be lived and enjoyed and savored in every one of those moments and more savor every one of them and know our God comes before us because he knows what we need. But let's make sure that we don't seek him out simply so we can fulfill our daily needs today and then come to him tomorrow to fill those daily needs again. He hears that. When we say, give us this day our daily bread, he knows what those are. He's going to take care of those. But let's remember the thing for which we truly are made. That quote that I've, I've, I've done dozens of times, and I'll do it again, where Augustine says, we are made for you, O God, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. We are made for God. And let's make sure we seek that which really can sustain us from the only thing 
that is meant to sustain us. Let's pray. So today we uh, begin the Luminous Mysteries, brothers and sisters. So let's uh, begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first luminous mystery, the baptism of Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thanks for being with today and breaking open God's word together. Have the best week, and we'll be back together again tomorrow, breaking open God's word and seeing what God has for us then.